And it's important to us at Co Alliance that we help these communities be able to have the food they need, to get what they need, whether it's broadband or any kind of support. We have to be part of those communities. It's extremely important to Co Alliance, and it was extremely important to Greg Alexander. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cultivated, a podcast delivered by Co-Alliance Cooperative, where we dig into deeper conversations with our employees, our members, and industry partners. My name is Lindsay Sankey, and I am so excited to be the host. I really believe this is a wonderful way to discover the stories and the people that make agriculture in the Midwest so rich. Let's get started. Today, I am so happy to sit down with Lissa Litka, pastor at Kempton Methodist Episcopal Church. It's been a year, actually, since she reached out to Co-Alliance, identifying a place of need in the heart of our territory, in the heart of Indiana. Let's start there. Welcome, Lissa. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited yeah. to chat with you. We are glad to be here. We're actually sitting in the church. We so are, yes. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, tell, tell me about, tell our, our friends here listening about Kempton, Indiana. Kempton, Indiana. Um, it's a very small community. It's a very uh, farm-based community. So I think you guys have even a co-alliance. I don't know what the right word is here in town. Yeah, like an a ag part center. of you. Yes. yes, ag center. Thank you. Here in town. So we've been able to chat back and forth with that, which has been super fun. Um, but it's a very, um, like I said, farm farming community. Um, it's been hit hard by some losses of jobs and people moving, and lots of the businesses that were here in Kempton have had to close. Um, and so it's it's a community with a lot of needs. Yeah. So uh, do you know the population of Kempton? You know what? I did at one point. It's very small. Um, I'm not sure what it is now, but at one point I remember 380-ish, something like that. So it's a very small community. And we're still in Tipton County, right? We are. Yes. Okay. So just north of Indianapolis. Um, what has changed in the last 10 years to change the face of Kempton? Yeah, I think, like I said, I think that um, a lot of the jobs that were available in Kokomo and even some in Tipton um, had to close. COVID hit hard, obviously, so mm -hmm. that was a big hit for the town. Uh, and so a lot of people lost their jobs and have moved away when they got a different job or whatever. And so um, the cost of living here is fairly low. And so we are starting to get some new families, um, some new people to move into town because that's a perk. But it, is, it has taken a hit. Um, and there's there's a lot of need. Yeah. So, like I said a year ago, I think it was October of 2021, you reached out to me um, because there was a very important person who led the charge in finding support for children and families of Kempton, Indiana. Tell us about Greg Alexander. Yeah, that's a really loaded um statement or question because <laughs> Greg was such an incredible man. Um, he passed away this summer very unexpectedly. Uh, and the loss that we feel from that is is deep, is significant, and is daily. Greg and I were um, related somehow. He was so much into genealogy, he could tell you right off the top of his head, no, it's because of this and this and this. I should have paid closer attention. <laughs> but we were related. Um, and on top of that, we were good friends. So he and his wife and my husband and I, we just, we were good friends. And I don't think I realized fully how much of a partner in ministry Greg was until 
he isn't here um, because I very much miss, um, I, I noticed the void without him here because he was so community minded and he was so concerned about people. Um, his wife would tell you almost at times to a fault, if that's possible. Um, but if there was a need, Greg met it. He would drop what he was doing whenever he could and go take care of whatever need it was. Um, he loved on the people of our church and you know, would call and say, do you need your, the snow blown off your, your oh. driveway or can I come mow your yard or whatever? Um, he was very, very people and community especially oriented. He loved this church, um, would have done anything and everything to make sure it was open and that it was thriving. And he had this idea for the community. And of course, working with Co-Alliance, he knew that that was an option, mm-hmm. that there was a grant. And so he came in and said, hey, as he did. Hey, I heard about this. You should do it. And I said, what does that mean? I don't know. You'll figure it out. And so I did. We did together. Uh, but yes, he he was just so community-minded and had such a heart for meeting people's needs that this just, it just sort of flows out of who he was. Yes. And a w- great way for us to remember him and like kind of continue his legacy, I think. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that. I remember Greg I remember the first time he called me, I had never met Greg in person. So I am an employee of Co-Alliance, of course, but Greg was one of our directors on our board representing this area. And he called, we talked for 35 minutes, like we knew each other. Yes. (laughs) And by the end of the phone call, I'm like, well, heavens, yes, we're going to support Kempton. Uh We're going to figure out what to do because he just went back in the history of this community, the history of the church. Um, what industry came and left and what kind of issues um, this area faces now. And I mean, talk about passion for rural Tipton County. Absolutely. He, he had it. And so that is why Co-Alliance worked together to focus on this need in Kempton. And we mm-hmm. partnered with the Land Lakes Foundation. So clearly through that conversation with Greg, um, Co-Alliance felt the need uh, of of this area. You guys, in fact, presented us, this church presented Co-Alliance with a three-page proposal of where our dollars of support might go. That Word document was so well organized. You had it down to the mailings, the meals, the backpacks, the back-to-school haircuts you wanted to do at one time. Um, so like I said, Co-Alliance partnered with the Land Lakes Foundation to ensure every penny of your proposal was met and that none of that money would come from the church. So tell us how those dollars have been used. It was just over $7,000, if I recall. Uh Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So we were so overwhelmed. We were not expecting that at all. And I think you sent me an email first before any, or maybe Greg did, one of you. Um, And I opened it up and I was reading it to my husband and I said, that's a 7,000, right? Like, we can do so much. We were so excited um, about that. So the first thing that we did uh, was a, we called it Hello Kempton, and it was kind of the back-to-school thing that we talked about. We kind of tweaked a couple things. Um, We had a live band. We did do free haircuts for the kids. Weren't sure how that was going to go over, but she was busy the entire time. Um, We did some face painting, and we gave out water bottles because they could take those to the classroom. And then when we checked around with the teachers in the community, um, Greg's wife, Joni, was so, she was the one who gave me all the numbers to make the, the proposal look so nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did all the hard work. I Is just she a teacher? She is not. not no, no. Okay. She's actually okay. farming now. She's okay. she's taking over from where Greg left off, and okay. that's her that's wow. her busy thing right now. Yeah, and doing a phenomenal job. But um, she found out that most of the schools in elementary school, the kids' biggest need were headphones to use with their iPads, and so we ordered and gave out. 
I'm so sorry, I don't have the number, but I want to say like between 35 and 40-ish headphones to kids in the community who would need them for school and all the water bottles. And so, but it was so much fun. We just, just getting to know people in the community and knowing we were meeting a need. And it was, I'm trying to remember, I I think it might've been right after Greg passed away. So we did it very much in honor and in remembrance of him and hoping that it would would have pleased him I think so if I re- it was August 20th was the event of the day of your event I okay. recall that Look I don't I know how I remember <laughs> that day and it's like his heart of service is coming alive yeah it on was. that Saturday yeah and yeah. it was it was difficult we really thought about okay can we even do this is mm-hmm. this and again Greg's wife Joni said if you don't he will come back and he will get you like <laughs> this is what he wanted to happen and so yeah, we did and good. it was it was it was awesome. It was just a really great time of community um, connection and just meeting people, and it was good. Have did you hold it at the church? We did not. So there's a fire barn, a, um, a volunteer fire department here in Kempton, okay. and they've got a ton of space. Whereas as you've been here, we yeah. don't have a ton of space to invite everybody over. So we have partnered with them quite a bit. We help them with their Halloween stuff and they do a big thing. And so they allowed us to use it there. And nice. in fact, just a little shout out to them. Um, when I called and said, listen, we, you, we'd already had it planned and you guys know what happened. And I'm just not sure how things are going to land if we're going to be able to be there um, at one point. And they just jumped on it. Greg was fantastic. We're here. What do you need us to do? You just give us the supplies. We'll take care of it. So they were fantastic because Greg touched everybody. So they were amazing. And we were able to be there and they helped immensely. So it was a great afternoon. So have you seen any faces that showed up to that outreach that have come back? I mean, have you made any connections with families that you can tell us about. I, I certainly don't need names, but sure, yes. how has how has this outreach worked? Yeah, so that was the first one that we did. Okay. And then one of our members had this phenomenal idea that turned into this wonderful experience. Um, she thought that we should maybe get together groceries um, for eight weeks, that's what we committed to at the beginning, and give them to people in the community who might need help you know, with, with food and stuff. And so we sent out a mailer uh, and just told the entire uh, city limits of Kempton, this is what we're going to be doing every Wednesday, three to five for eight weeks. If, if this could help you come, let us bless you. Um, And the, the outcome was phenomenal. Um, Just, I, we got to meet so many people and I'm all about story. I love that you introduced it that way um, because I think there's so much power in our stories and how they connect with God's story. And so People want to share. They want to tell you. So you don't have to ask a lot of questions and just listen. And I just, I was able to connect with so many people in the community who were so blessed um, by what we were able to do. We had another woman here who just kind of that ended up being her passion. And so she just took it and ran with it. And we were able to use some of the funds um, from you guys to just love on people in the community. And so we've had one couple, a young couple, um, who have started coming regularly that were part of that. He was actually the first guy that came on the first week that we did it to pick up groceries. And I want to say three weeks after that, he came and started helping us serve. And I mean, it was just, and they are just wonderful. And we are loving getting to know them. And um, we actually, which I think was one of the f- most fun parts for me, a lot of children were coming 
um, on Wednesdays to get the groceries because the parents weren't available. Some of them live with grandparents who couldn't, you know, get down here. So they would come down, and the woman who was in charge of it did such a great job of budgeting and making sure they had things that they could make into meals from the sack, and they were heavy sometimes. <laughs> so we would uh, volunteer to take some of the kids back home so they didn't have to walk with the groceries. And Aww. But um, uh, one of the families in particular, the little boy and um, his sister, have been kind of hanging out here at the church on occasion with me. They just come down and say, oh, you're here. Can we come in? And so we've just been hanging out together and getting to know each other, which is just, I mean, it's just wonderful. been such a cool experience. So. What a wonderful place for young people people to want to hang out. Right. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, that's great. I, I knew about the back to school night. I hadn't thought through the food donation. Um, that was for eight weeks. Are you still able to do anything else? Do you have any plans after this? We are in the works. Um, we want to be able, we realized after doing the grocery thing, what a need there is mm-hmm. um, in this town for that. How many people we were in families we were able to bless. Uh, and so we want to be able to continue do that, doing that, but we know we do have limited funds that we can put to that. So right now we're trying to kind of brainstorm some ways maybe to partner with some, like maybe a food bank in Tipton, um, something like that, that maybe we could continue to do this without it. Like there's just nothing in the city limits of Kempton for people to reach out to. They have to drive somewhere to get that, and that's not, not always an option. And so we're hoping that partnering with someone maybe in Tipton count or tip the town of Tipton or mm-hmm. somewhere else um, might help meet that need if we could provide that stuff here. So, mm-hmm. so we're kind of in the works of talking that Good. through. We've got some ideas um, of ways to bless a couple of families uh, in the community at Christmas. And so I'm, I always love doing that. So that will be lots of fun that we will use some of the funds from that to do that as well. So great. Well, yeah. I hope whatever you, you, decide to do, let us know. Oh, I mean, absolutely. we would, at Co Alliance, we would love to hear those stories. Good. And um, by giving, you know, you learn that you receive so much more. Oh my goodness. And every time someone, I don't know if it's you, are you the one I'm, I don't even know this. Are you who I message on Facebook? Or sometimes, okay. sometimes it's actually my mom. Okay. So, <laughs> so it depends yeah. on who you get. Yes. Every time I hear from um, the church, the Kempton church, I send it to our team and say, guys, oh. look at the good news coming out of Tempton. Tip, Kempton, excuse me, in Tipton County from our donation. And it's just, it makes our day. So good. And it has so excited our people. Um, They are an older congregation. And so they've kind of had this mindset, well, our time is, we shouldn't have to do that anymore. And, And it's so easy, especially after COVID for us to become very, inward focused and just yes. kind of in our own little group. And so seeing them realize that this really did help the community, they are having so much fun Good. doing this. So it's so cool to see the way that your donation has ignited them and excited them and brought some life that I think we could have used here uh, within our walls that we're able to share outside of the walls, which is what it's all about. So Wonderful. so from the bottom of our hearts, genuinely, thank you, Anne Landa Lakes. You have no idea just what um, what your gift did to bless us and to bless the community. It's just been remarkable. Absolutely. And I'll make sure that thanks goes up all the channels through Co-Line. So oh, everyone knows, everyone knows that that's yes, coming from you. Yes, we would love you. that. All right, Lissa. So we talk about, at Co-Line about our why. So um, that your why is your motivation for getting up out of bed every day. What motivates you? What Inside of you, what's your passion? What's your why, your day-to-day? What's your driver? Okay, well, obviously being the pastor of the church, um, I have a heart 
for the community. I have a heart for people to live in freedom, um, to reduce stress, to reduce anxiety, and I believe that that happens with a relationship with Jesus. And I also believe we are commanded to go out and take care of the needs that we see around us. And so that motivates me. How can we do that today? Who can I talk to today and and share the love of Christ, even if it's not saying his name, just being a person um, that that is able to talk to others and listen and recognize their stories and listen to their stories. That absolutely motivates me. And if I'm being totally honest, somebody has to take up where Greg left off. Um, and so I can't do that anywhere close to the just, you know, he was so phenomenal and such a, a great and amazing man of faith that I'm not trying to fill his shoes, but to my my abil- best ability, I want to continue his heart um, for outreach and loving on this community. So that's what motivates me. What a way to honor Greg. Uh, Thank I hope you. So. Um, we certainly have missed him, have sure. missed him at Co-Alliance the last few months, and we will continue to miss his leadership. Yes. And I can only imagine how the people that knew him best are missing him. So yes. thank it you for honoring him that way. Oh, thank you. All right. Do you have any closing thoughts for us? Wow. Do I have any closing thoughts? Um, I mean, we, I think I already kind of said this, but we are just so full of gratitude for you guys um, just willing to come alongside us and help us love on this community that really has kind of been overlooked and has not had a lot of people come in and love on them. And so you guys gave us the opportunity to be able to make that happen. And we are just super excited and beyond grateful uh, for your willingness to do that. And I didn't, I knew Greg had a big hand in it. I didn't realize how much, but yay, Greg, for (laughs) reaching out to you and and making that connection as well, because this has just so impacted us and the community that we are just over the top grateful. Wonderful. I don't know if you've ever listened to this podcast, but at, at the end of every episode, I do fast questions. Oh, great. Okay. You, <laughs> you have, whatever comes out of your mouth first, okay? Oh, right. And it can be edited before you put it out there, right? So we're good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we will save any reputation. What What is one item on your bucket list you haven't achieved? I would love to learn how to tap dance. <laughs> Who is one person, dead or alive, you'd like to share a meal with? Oh, oh, wow. That's a tough one. I am a huge Lucille Ball fan. I would love to have, because I think she was hysterical, I'd love to have dinner with her. And I could maybe invite Greg, because that would be super fun. What are you serving? What are we serving at the dinner? Oh, my goodness. With Lucille Um, Ball. She had a great episode with spaghetti. We should probably do that. <laughs> and the chocolates? Yeah. Oh, we the, do chocolates. the chocolates. That's right. Yes, that would have to be on the menu. <laughs> if you have one Saturday with no plans, you have mm. no obligations to anyone doing anything, how wow. do you spend your time? Oh, that's a great question. I love to read and I love to write. So I do a lot of um, creative writing. I love to do that, but I don't get a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. from being busy. So it would probably be really boring and very nerdy. I would read and write. <laughs> Okay, if you're an avid reader, this next question is perfect to end on. Our last one. Okay. What is one book you recommend? Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. Wow, that's a really good question. The first thing that popped into my mind, for whatever reason, was C.S. Lewis's books uh, series of The Chronicles of Narnia. I know it's kind of a kid book, but it's so impacted me. It's one of my still all-time favorites. I quote it all the time. And so that, yeah, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe especially. So that would probably... Yeah, it's an easy read, but it's so symbolistic of Christ, and it's just done in a kid way that's phenomenal. So... 
Yeah, how crazy. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Perfect. That's I mean, can perfect. I like settle, like put that with, of course, the Bible, right? Yeah. What pastor <laughs> yeah, doesn't say the Bible first? <laughs> that's good. Lissa, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for it's having me. It's been a joy visiting with you today. You it's been a well. pleasure working with your church. I know oh, when we you. actually delivered the envelope with the check in it. You had a whole crowd here. We did. They were so they excited. They were so grateful and so excited. Yes. They did not want their picture taken, but they agreed they to it. They did it, yes. Um, so thank you. Keep up the great work. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was great. And now we're going to shift gears as we talk about Co-Alliance's commitment to serving our communities. With me, I'm so happy to welcome Mr. Kevin Still, Co-Alliance President and CEO. Welcome him to the podcast. Kevin, thank you for sitting down with us today. You know, I'd love to visit with you about your story and dig into the history you have in building of the cooperative system and business, but today you're going to bring a different vantage point to this conversation. Firstly, can you help us understand the immense leadership role our 18 directors bring to the table? Well, first of all, the directors obviously represent all of our shareholders out there, all of our farmer owners. And so they bring perspective into the boardroom uh, as far as direction, what our strategy should be. Uh, It's a great look at our business. They also serve as an advisory board. When we have issues in the country, uh, they give us great feedback. And and then at the end of the day, they do determine long-term strategy, a long-term plan on where this co-op should go. So... They, they play a lot of key roles in our company. Uh, they help determine what, uh, what assets we invest in, all the way back to what earnings we return as a form of patronage. So again, a key role in our co-op as leaders. And I will say that our directors do a great job of taking off their farmer hat and come in as business leaders to help run this company. Fantastic. So how are these individuals the eyes and the ears of the cooperative? So they're out there in the countryside, obviously. And, uh, you know, we have a great employee team that has a good pulse of what's going on in the countryside. But our farmer directors give us another pulse. So they talk to neighbors, they talk to other shareholders. And so they give us great insight. And I get calls all the time from our directors that's giving me helpful insights into our business, opportunities, and issues that we can address. You know, our board suffered a tremendous loss in August. Can you talk to us about Greg Alexander and his service, his desire to give back to the community? You know, Greg Alexander is a special, was a special individual. He was very much um, involved in the co-op. He cared about the co-op. He uh, was one of those directors that really kept me in tune with, with what was going on in the country. Uh, and he always had a sense of humor, too. And whenever there were some tough times going on, he was always there to, to brighten the day. Um, Greg is a great farmer. Uh, he was he's a great he was a great family man and truthfully he was impl- uh, instrumental in the first partnership we formed back with Midland and Impact. He served on the Impact board and he was totally supportive in making that happen. And so you know really he's the backbone of really where Co-Alliance came from and where it is today. 
Greg was so instrumental in getting that support that we talked about earlier, invested directly in Kempton, Indiana. You know, he was passionate about telling the story of industry leaving that area and the very rural part of Tipton County being left with very little resources. How do you think Greg's legacy lives on? Well, again, Greg was a leader in in the countryside in that Kempton area. He was the one that told me there is uh, one city cop there that if you drive over 20, you'll get a ticket. And I did. <laughs> but no, seriously, Greg was uh, is very instrumental in that part of the of the world. He's he farms a lot of acres. And he uh, is a uh, he's a good Christian man and was very involved in the local church there, as well as he was very involved with the Kempton branch. He he was uh, somebody always there to help them with information, help them with uh, some follow up and uh, some input. And so, again, he really cared as a director where the co-op went. So in fiscal year 2022, Co-Alliance gave back more than $500,000 to our rural communities. Those dollars went to various things, uh, including energy and farm safety programs, 4-H county fair auctions, and that was reinvesting into our youth and agriculture. Of course, the FFA organizations, that money going directly to chapters throughout our territory, and also food security, you know, giving dollars to organizations that feed people. Kevin, where do you see our community support going in the next year or two? Well, first of all, Greg was always a big supporter of us supporting FFA and 4-H and truly being a champion of those. And he was also um, very instrumental in, uh, you know, how we keep local communities on our radar because that's where we do our business and so uh, as you know our mission statement is lead grow give and remember probably one of the biggest ones give and that's give back into the communities we do business in and so in farm and energy you know we're all about food security we're all about ag education and farm safety safety those are the three areas that we like to champion and food security is becoming more prominent obviously with what's going on in the world today and it's important to us at co-alliance that we help these communities be able to have the food they need to get what they need, whether it's broadband or any kind of support, we have to be part of those communities. It's extremely important to Co-Alliance, and it was extremely important to Greg Alexander. Thank you. Hey, thank you for your leadership and leading such a board who values the communities and places that they, they and well, we call home. And thank you for building a culture at Co-Alliance that encourages encourages us to serve. That's so important. And and we certainly appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you.